Have you ever considered what is available to create more magic in your world? If you allowed the mysticism to come through you, imagine the vastness of opportunity you could access. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the mystery of you. Now, here are the hosts of The Mystic Margarita Show, Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. Welcome, everyone. Hello, Margaret. Good morning. How are you today, Marge? I'm good. I'm looking forward to our conversation today. Um, but before we get going on that, I just want to say hi and welcome to Jackie. Thanks for joining us, Jackie. Hi, Jackie. So um, this is an exciting topic. <laughs> I, the, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to share a card that I pulled before we even get into the conversation of a big picture and vision and balancing things. And the card is actually uh, from the Druid animal deck that I have, and it's the owl. And I love, um, I'm just going to show everyone if you can see this, it's a beautiful picture of an owl on a perch. And I want to read to start things off, Margaret, what the owl is about, the strength of the owl offers us. And it, the owl teaches us the wisdom of turning a disadvantage into an advantage. For most birds, the coming of darkness renders it impossible for them to feed. But the owl's exceptional hearing enables it to pick out and swoop up on unsuspecting prey during the night. Twilight has been described as owl light. And going for a quiet walk in the woods at the shimmering time of twilight is an excellent way to develop a sensibility to the other world and the inner soul of nature. You may feel drawn to a study of esoteric lore or clairvoyance. Working with the owl as you ally, uh, sorry, working with the owl it, as your ally will help you to do this. So it, it's, I love that it, that the card talks about you know, Al has always been portrayed as wisdom, right? But I love that the card talks about that. It also can hear things, you know, it can hear the finite so that it can tune in in a different way. And today we're going to talk about our ability to kind of balance our ability to see things differently versus being stuck in seeing things in a certain way and how that can really, if when we can transform that site into something different, we can really propel ourselves um, in our ability to create what we want. Awesome. Yeah, so the actual title of the show today is When Opinions Cloud Our Vision. And, and so I, I also really like what you were uh, sharing with the owl medicine because the, owl you know it, while it represents wisdom and the things that you're talking about and it's incredible hearing it also has um the in the it's um symbolic medicine is uh piercing through the darkness seeing through the darkness and and focusing intently on on what they're after. Like they, they can see and hear and move swiftly and silently. They hunt in the dark, right? And they can, 
they pinpoint their prey and 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 strike it so hard that it's either um, it either gets knocked out or it is killed immediately, and and so it's like this. Um, just piercing of the veil of any kind of illusion. So that's, that's a, that's another part of its medicine. That's beautiful because this conversation about um, what, what limits our thing, what limits our thinking, this is really a, a brow chakra kind of conversation today. And the brow chakra is the energy center, the chakra energy center that is is right here, uh, right between our eyebrows, really on our forehead, um, in front, and in back, it's sort of near the occiput. And because our chakras resonate, they have the energy goes in front and in back. And so the brow chakra is about our mental self, but our and also our intuitive self. So it's a different kind of scene. It's it can be, it's our right brain, left brain. Right. So it can be um, the big picture and it can be the more detail and how we maneuver between those. My husband and I were having that conversation yesterday because we've got to we've got to replace our kitchen faucet. And um, he he really he has a degree in accounting, so he goes in for the detail. Right. And he gets stuck in the detail to the point where he can't see the the big picture and no wonder, you know, I think opposites tend to be attracted to each other, but I am a big picture person. So all I need to do is see a video of the process. And then I think I have it right. And he's still stuck at the detail. And so we work great together, but we do that in life. We, we get stuck in the detail and we have a hard time seeing the big picture. And so today I really want to talk about you know, why it is we do get stuck in the detail, what that detail really is that I'm talking about, and how we can transform that and move, move into more farsightedness, if you will, which is looking at more than just what's right in front of us. Mm -hmm. That That's really a good uh, framework for us to begin. And as you were describing, you know, you working, you together with your husband to decide make a decision like that right and and what you were describing in a sense is the left brain versus the right brain where the left brain is the logical matching patterns looking for detail right and the and the right brain is seeing the the big picture the the seeing it as a whole and not necessarily being able to um get into the details right? Not even be able to, it's like, ah, I can't even look at the details. I can't even feel the details. <laughs> so. Right. And, and a lot of that, of course, that training, because as, as we grow up, we, our brains are becoming wired. And so as our brains are developing, in other words, becoming wired, and by that, I mean, we literally are laying down neuro, uh, neural pathways in our brain as we grow up. And so, of course, our experience in growing up with our parents, our siblings, our community, our, you know, our friends, all of those things have an impact on how we lay down the neurology in our brain. Mm -hmm. And so it's no wonder then that um, when we get stuck in our point of view and our opinions, if you will, that is very developed and trained 
as we go through, you know, the first seven years, the second seven years, and the third seven years. So as we are going from birth to 21, we are developing our attitude and beliefs about our, our body and how we move. We're developing our attitudes and beliefs about our emotional self. And um, we develop the psychology through thoughts and, th and thoughts that we think over and over become beliefs and all of that generates the emotional experience. So <clears throat> all of this is why in our adult years, we can get really, really stuck in looking at things a certain way because these patterns, these neurological connections are really embedded in us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and the, when we, when we realize or when we, um, in our first seven years, when those uh, patterns are being put, laid down, we don't, we're not really, we're not opinionated. We can't, there's no way for us to be opinionated at that point because we're just gathering the information. But through that next, that next um, 14 year cycle after that, we are, matching what got laid down in that seven years to our experience and to what other people say to what you know all of the things that you were talking about in terms of um, our interaction with our environment and and we are at that point we're proving things we're proving to ourselves see that opinion is correct. That opinion is correct. See, that just happened and it matches this thing that I, you know, that my brain is telling me from when I was four years old. <laughs> and, and so it doesn't necessarily even have anything to do with reality at this point. It's just matching patterns. Yeah, that's really well said because when we are, when we are you know, up through the, to the seventh year, right? We are so sensory. Every, all, all of our senses are feeding in. That's what's feeding in. When we crawl, you know, we are, our vision is looking at what we're crawling, but our body is moving. So it's laying down the, oops, sorry, the crossing of neuronal patterns across our, our corpus callosum, which is between the right and left hemisphere. So it's creating that connectivity. But I want to just address the, the visual system for a minute, because I love working with the visual system with people, because it is, such an incredible sensory system. And there are two aspects of it. There's the focused and peripheral. And most people think, we tend to think that the focused vision is, is the greater percentage of our visual system, but it isn't, it's the peripheral. So we are taking in through our senses so much information in childhood and all of that is being fed down to the limbic system, which is mostly what's, what's developing in those you know, earlier years, right? And then what you described so well is when we start developing more of the cortex patterns, right? And now we have judgment and things like that more so in those years. And, but the visual system, I just want to share with everybody because they, I think it's so interesting to realize this, that, that as we talk about the owl and nighttime and what our vision does and our vision, of course, we all know responds to light, right? Where our eyes dilate. Um, so, but it, our, our vision also responds to the emotion of our parents. And so if we have a parent that is angry with us, our eyes literally dilate in response to that emotion. So that's the kind of information that is really um, create the, the neuro neurological path 
pathway is really created and that and a strong connection is made with those experiences in childhood. So so when when yeah so when we are seeing things using that when we are taking in the world through that larger vision or that peripheral vision we are also we're taking in all of the body language and all of the facial expressions and all of those things that you that you just described and things that we aren't consciously aware of taking in like every single nuance of our environment that peripheral vision everything that we can see is being recorded even though our brains aren't consciously recognizing it like for example right now um in the corner of my eye and i'm doing this on purpose so i'm i am consciously seeing it now but before it i was seeing it um my my cat is on her blanket and or on his blanket and he's you know he's bathing himself right but and so that's that was going in and then now i consciously saw it but but all of these things are being recorded Every, and things beyond what we consider to be in our visual range also but that's a whole nother topic i think <laughs> yes but i think it's i think it is important because that that's part of the tr whole trauma thing right where there's so much going on in trauma and someone may not even remember the trauma because there is a part in our hippocampus where memory sits that is amnesia and it's very purposeful because who wants to remember some of that number one <laughs> but it doesn't mean that the wiring isn't there so right. clearly system right so this takes us you know I'm, I'm glad we're talking about this though because I think next we're going to get into well how does that how does that convolute things for us now in right our right so let's go ahead and take our break and when we come back we'll we'll start talking uh, more deeper into that topic so you're listening to Margaret Miller and Marge Bowen on Inspired Choices Network we're the Mystic Margaritas Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. 
Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Okay, Margaret, let's get into some more of this fun topic. Yes, please. Yeah, so the other thing about brow that I think, the brow chakra that I think is interesting is that it it's actually about um, the the archetypal energy of brow is actually the intellectual versus the intuitive so that therein speaks to the, what we were talking about earlier about the logic brain versus the gestalt or more um, right brain right mm-hmm. so um, what we tend to do then, what some of us do, and I, I, I certainly am like this, I can go really mental, that, that is, I can stay in the intellectual really well, and I can float over to the intuitive, and having all of it balanced for me at times, depending on the situation, can be really challenging, and then you add to it that we need to connect that, right, to the heart and all the other aspects of our center, centers, it can be challenging. Um, but I think it's interesting to note that um, that attachment is one of the challenges of this of this chakra and of opinion, really, mm-hmm. is that we're attached to some kind of belief, and that's what we're operating from, and that's what we're seeing when we when we look at our life or relationships or the world. And so, let's talk about how we might unhook from our attachments or this, these, these beliefs that keep us stuck. Right. So as, as we get started, you know, I, I just wanted to also look at, you know, so, so sometimes when we are talking about um, the intellect and uh, intuition and, it, you know, some, we sort of set it up to be intellect versus intuition mm-hmm. when really it's supposed to be the intellect uh, and intuition, right? The, the heart connecting with uh, the third eye or the brow chakra, right? And, and together uh, showing that balanced and bigger picture. And, you know, uh, so in that same light, opinion in and of itself is not a bad thing. It's when we start to become attached to the opinion or start to identify with the opinion that it starts to cause problems and and what are the problems that that causes right the, so so if we just this is my opinion i i think that um green is better than blue <laughs> or whatever uh, then, or or that intellect is is better than intuition. <laughs> uh, okay, that's just an opinion. But if I start to then 
look at someone else and they are operating you know from a different place than i am and i start to decide that they're wrong and i'm right all of a sudden there's something for me to defend and when we an opinion causes us to you know when we start to have a uh, an identification with it, it turns into something that has to be defended. And that's the beginning of uh, conflict. That's right. And so to, to, you said it beautifully, to restate it, opinion is a view or a judgment. Yeah. And that view and judgment, it comes from our experiences, our experiences and our patterns from childhood mm-hmm. that, is, that is coloring that, right? And so that's where the attachment can come in. And so, um, yes, so it really, it can be very challenging to break out of that. And, and that's why vision is so important, right? And it's being able to see ourselves, see our patterns, and know that that is something that we learned and we don't have to stay there. Right, right. And uh, well, and also, you know, what happens with the opinions as we start to identify more and more with them and um, start to have to defend them, we then we're really, really engaging that left brain that's saying, let me find every single pattern out there that matches my opinion. Let me gather all together all of the facts and all of the circumstances and all of these different things that bolster my opinion so that now, and all of the people, <laughs> or, you know, all of the people who have what seems like the same opinion, let's all get together and have this strong opinion together, together. And, and, and what that does is causes a huge amount of separation and division and divisiveness. Yes, that's really interesting. That's called confirmation bias. When we seek out information that supports our existing belief, yeah, I agree. Right. And well, and when we do that, we also um, eliminate the opposite point of view. We we block it out. We don't just search for things that match our point of view, but we ignore and block things that would prove would show another point of view. So coming back to vision, right? We we don't we're not able to see the big picture in that case. That's right. Yeah, it's interesting when you think about that, because when we when we start doing that, we we kind of shut off a lot of our senses. And, you know, there there's a great definition of common sense. It's the use of all of our senses, including our intuitive sense. And we when we start going into that opinionated place, we shut out some of the senses that we have access to, some of the intuitive information that we have access to. We read it, our reading of it in all of our sensory way is limited. 
Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, part of that opinionate, opinion, opinionated being is, is one of victimhood. So we can be, there's judgment, right? So there's, there can be victim, there can be powerlessness, there can be that energy with it as well. Oh, I love that you brought that up because that's sort of the more repressed aspect of it. Um, I was reading uh, about this uh, in the Gene Keys, um, Richard Rudd's Gene Keys. Um, This is the 17th Gene Key of uh, the shadow of opinion, the gift of farsightedness and the city of omniscience. And he, he talked about the repressed aspect of uh opinion being where we uh it's the inner critic where we cannot stop looking at ourselves as flawed and bad and wrong and so that that the development of that um low self-esteem and that that the low opinion of ourselves right so that that is the 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 repressed aspect of this same thing. Whereas the one who's um, it, where it's really expressed, it's, it's our anger coming out our, our, or, or our frustration or our disappointment that causes us to, to need to have our opinions validated. Yeah, there is an insecurity that's associated with that. And the, the shadow of the, of the brow chakra is illusion. So everything you just described is that we're in the illusion of that and we project that out into the world. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, there's one more thing I wanna, I wanna bring into the conversation and that is uh, also in the Gene Key, uh, Richard Rudd talks about the holographically how things work. And I, I love this conversation about holograms because I work with, I work with the body holographically as well. Mm-hmm. And, I just want to describe for a second what that means, because in holograms, you have an object and a holographic plate, and you have an object beam and a reference beam light shining on, let's say, an apple, okay, and it's it's shining on the apple and, and it goes to the holographic plate, right, so that you see a picture of the apple. And the thing about a hologram is if you take the apple with a hologram and you cut it in half, You don't have two halves of the apple, you have two whole apples. And if you cut it, those two apples in half, now you have four apples. So so, uh, the reason I'm bringing this up is that what we are inside and what we we project out to the world, there are ripple effects with every relationship that we're in, with, with nature, with everything in our existence there is an impact. And so when we view our bodies or ourselves holographically, we have to include all of, all of ourselves, every aspect, everything we've learned that limits us, everything that we are that is limitless mm-hmm. and extend that out so that when we open up our intuitive sight, we can actually begin going beyond our, what we've learned in our early days And we can even look at those years and we can look beyond that into um, many other realms that exist to get information intuitively to help keep the balance. I know that's kind of vague, but that's the best I can describe it. (laughs) I 
I am with you. This this is a that's a great description of it. And and as we start to be able to um, awaken that intuitive sight, um, what one of the things that's happening is uh, uh, is that our vision um, turns inward in a way. Um, this is really described beautifully. I think I've mentioned it before here, but it's really described beautifully in several of Luhan Matis's book, Luhan Matis. And he talks about um, if, if we're going to come into our um, expanded self, our expanded awareness, that there's a reversal of the eyes that has to happen and a reversal of the ears, that we sort of in our day-to-day -day world have it backwards. And, mm -hmm. and I love it because what, what it talks about here is that we can't, uh, we can't hear what's going on out here because so, we're so busy listening to the voices in our heads that are going blah, 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 blah. This is just like that, blah, 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 blah. And that means this. And we're, we're not seeing things properly because we're not using all of our senses. We're not focused inward in the way that our body can feel and, and pick up the signals, you know, because we're, our, that sense of vision is, also our um our body sensing our yeah, body yeah. knowing our heart wisdom our truth meter <laughs> right. which exists in in our body in our energy fields right. that are in our body and around our body and that are connected to greater intelligence of course and so beautifully said and and so when we view ourselves and our uh, and whatever's going on and we do listen inward and we sense inward we can extend that sensory out to all of those fields to get information as well right just as you're describing and connect it all it's an integration and a resonance that's whole yes yeah <laughs> oh let's go let's talk about this some more when we come back from break <laughs> Okay. <laughs> good. I'd love it. I love it. <laughs> okay. You're listening to Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller on Mystic Margaritas, and we will be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program.
back, everyone. I'm Marge Bow, and I'm here with Margaret Miller, and um, we're having this stimulating conversation about um, really about being able to develop a farsightedness that can help us see things differently in ourselves and outside of ourselves. And um, I want to give everyone a nice picture of the archetypal energy of brow chakra, which I mentioned earlier, the intellectual versus the intuitive, but I love this. This really, I think helps create more of a connection with this idea. And so the intellectual represents a real imbalance and misuse of our thinking capabilities, imbalance of right left brain function and worries and thinks too much. Whereas the intuitive accesses and trusts its deepest knowing intuition and makes wise choices for itself and helps others to find their inner wisdom. So you can really hear in that how we can get stuck in our mind and we need to bring the balance of our intuition in that so that, and actually it, it reminds me of uh, the brow, you know, the, the frontal cortex, right? And being able to the dance between the limbic system and the frontal cortex where, you know, we're in our, in our old survival patterns versus our higher thinking, because when we are more, when we're operating more from the, from our cortical and the frontal cortex, we are able to choose things, make choices that are in our highest good and the highest good of others. And survival is more about choosing just for me, because, you know, if I don't get this, then I'm this, or if you don't do this, then I'm this, and I don't get this or whatever that is for us. So yeah, the balance of that is really important in our brow. Yeah. So this is exciting. I just, it just made me realize today. Uh, so, so I want to introduce today's Sabian symbol. Right. The Sabian symbol in astrology uh, is, you know, the Sabian symbols that once again are um, a symbol for each degree of the zodiac. So today's symbol is a word picture, uh, 10 degrees of Aries. It says, a teacher gives new symbolic forms to traditional images. And it's talking about reviewing old understandings like looking at what our belief is or our opinion is and coming to a new understanding or a new opinion or a new point of view based on the, the new, what has come in since that old um, opinion was, was developed and how, when we do that, when we're able to use all, you know, that frontal cortex, right? And we're able to see and make our decisions based on that higher knowledge. So I just thought it was an awesome. <laughs> I love that. Coincidence, if you, <laughs> coincidence, <laughs> right? That, it's that beautiful. That. And, you know, it, it speaks to something we talked about last week, right? Which is, which is change and that change is always coming. Change is always here. We're always changing. So we develop these beliefs based on old programming that we had, but we are different people today. And next week, we're even more different. Tomorrow, we're even more different. Things that happen in our lives have 
you know, they, they have touched us in different ways and we've taken it in in different ways. And so we are very different. We have the opportunity to embrace that new information, that new sensory information. And, and then, and then integrate that with our, our heart. And I think that's really important because I think the old survival programming that we grow up with, that's, you know, they, they have an emotional experience and we can feel those, those emotions strongly in our heart center, right? They're part of the programming of our heart as well. And so it, you really can't separate these energies, of course, we're, um, but I would like to speak to the special triangle of brow chakra, heart chakra, and throat chakra. Because, because we feel it in our heart, we have our heart's desire, um, but we have our mental body that's some old programming that can generate feelings that are old in our heart. And we also have our intuitive body, which allows us to bring in you know, new information and balance it with a different kind of knowing. And when we can tie our heart to, you know, when we have a full awareness and we look at it compassionately and with love from our heart, and we balance out the mental and intuitive of our brow, then when we go to be who we are in the world, communicate through our throat chakra, express our truth in the world through our work or whatever it is, it's a beautiful thing because it's all integrated. It's all in, this, in, a, in a similar coherence. And what we put out in the world is what the world needs, what other people need, what we need, what the world needs. Yeah. It's like magic. <laughs> when, we, <laughs> when we bring our, our heart into coherence, when we have, when we're in heart centered awareness and then we, and we stay there just even for a few minutes, then our, our brain waves also come into coherence. And, and that is the result of that. We, we make better choices for ourselves, like you said, and they end those better choices are always ones that are win-wins. They're, they are win-win situations. And our voice and our voice comes into coherence, right? It's all about vibration and frequency, right? So our, our voice comes into coherence since there's actually companies developing, developing um, technology that will listen to your voice and be able to identify imbalances in our physical body based on that. But right. that's exchange between our energies and our physical body. Uh, there's so much information if, in all of it. That's why you and I are such proponents of understanding frequency, understanding energy, when it comes vibration, when it comes to our energy fields and the energy around us in the world and the impact that can have on ourselves and others. Right. So, so this yesterday, um, I was uh, in a ceremony and a celebration for um, the full moon. Um, it was a horse encounter, another horse encounter celebration. Marge was at, we, at one with me on Saturday as well. And um, this came up. So it was my intention. One of the intentions that I had was to become more aware of the frequency um, coming through my voice my tone of voice and and my tone of voice is uh, it, it's been a 
it's been problematic in my life <laughs> because, you know, sometimes I have so much energy. I have so much physical energy that I get excited and it comes across as something else. And I, I know that it does because I, I get it's it's has a, a slight amount of fear in, in, in uh, intertwined in it. So I'm just going to, I'm demonstrating it right now because what happens is I get all excited and then my, you know, my voice and my speech pattern will change. So if I take a nice deep breath and I come down into my heart, <laughs> I didn't mean to demonstrate it. I'm just, you know, in that way. Thank you. <laughs> I do this. And then I come down here and I am back in my heart center and I still have that feeling and I still have that excitement, but I have expanded myself out enough that now I can speak through, through that. And the vibration is different and it is felt differently and it is received differently. It is. And you know, the three, the, the brow, the heart, and the throat. I'm so glad we're talking about this because, you know, we've, we've mentioned it before on broadcasts, but, you know, it's not as easy as it sounds when we're challenged, when we've got that one thing that's really digging into that little wound that we have, right? That's, that's when our patterns are illuminated to the point where we have an opportunity to begin to look at it a little differently and do something with it. And so I, we always do come back to this heart-centered awareness, you know, and the mental and, and intuitive awareness of that so that we can embrace it in a, in a different way with a different kind of seeing in order to do exactly what you just so beautifully demonstrated. And so I'm always like my, my intention on that Saturday was openness. So I, you know, I want to remain open to some of those things for myself, how I respond, my tone of voice, how I come across and uh, because I, I too get excited and I know I can, my tone when I'm, when I'm, I can have an angry tone sometime, you know, I can go into that if I, if there's some fear going on. And so, because I learned that really well. And so um, I, I want to be aware of that. And then also movement was my other intention because I want to be able to move this energy in a loving and compassionate way so that I can more quickly adjust myself in the way that you just demonstrated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this is, this is, these are the tools, right? You know, this, the heart centered awareness is, is one of the most incredible tools for, um, you know, getting ourselves out of an opinionated place because we have to be able to come into our heart and expand a little bit farther and look out, you know, so another way of using the vision in this, context is to then look out at the world, look out at what we're opinionated about through the eyes of love. And when we do, you know, like it actually, uh, like physically or um, viscerally feel ourselves, then coming, having our heart look out through our eyes. And when our heart looks out through our eyes, we can, um, we see the bigger picture. We can't, we can't help it. 
it happens. It just happens. And so then we, we're like, we can totally, um, well, I just kind of, I kind of got so excited. I lost it there, but, but we can come into this, um, awareness of that there's, a, there is another opinion and we can step sort of into the other person's point of view, you know, like looking at the world from the spend five minutes in somebody else's shoes, right? That, that, saying and and oh my goodness from that side of the fire there's something different going on i'm i'm gonna keep going because i've got something <laughs> that just wants to come out so <laughs> I, I uh <laughs> so through the teachings uh in in years and years of um the ceremonies and so forth uh one of the one of the things that we were taught over and over again um, that our elders would talk about with us is if you're sitting around the fire, if you're sitting around the sacred fire and you are in, you can see things in the fire, things happen in the fire, right? Fire is just alive and, and, and you can see things in it. And so you describe wh what is happening and you describe this dragon came out of the fire and it ate the sun okay so that's you know and and then the person across from you in the fire says what the heck are you talking about there's no dragon all there is here is this um this ocean and the flames are the waves and there's no dragon what are you talking about you must be crazy and then the third person says I have no idea where you two are coming from. It's a fire. There's logs, there's flames, there's heat. So here we have it. And so, but if you were to get up and go to the other side of that fire and sit there, all of a sudden you'd say, oh my gosh, there's a dragon and it just ate the sun. <laughs> Anyway. I love that. But <laughs> you're so right, because we all are wearing these glasses that are the filters that we see the world from. Right. And that's what you described in the beginning. And we need to take the glasses off and move our positioning, move around and look at it from a different place. Yeah. And yeah. Um, yeah. So let's go ahead and take our break now and come back and see what happens next. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Margaret Miller and Marge. Have Bowen you ever wondered what mysticism Margarita. truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody, to Mystic Margaritas. We're so happy you're listening. Let's talk, Margaret, about all-knowing, all-seeing, (laughs) all-wise. Let's talk about that. How do we get there, right? You know, sometimes when I, um, I think I've developed that sense a little, a little better in, in working with people in the way that I work with people in my practice as a neuroenergy kinesiologist, because I am working with all the energy fields and, and, and higher frequencies and higher energy available to us. And so I really do open up to um, different realms and get information that feels, I don't even know where it comes from. It just comes through me. And, and I reflect that back to the, the client that I'm working with. And it's really a magical, it's really a beautiful place to exist. And I, I think I have, so, so I want to live there, right? But of course, my, my um, other training as, a, as a, my survival training and the old pattern training that I have, that all of us have, that sometimes come, is more dominant. And, um, but I love the idea that we have the ability to move, to go beyond that, to go beyond our limitations and embrace something greater that is out there and available to us. And we don't even have to understand what that is. And we, you know, all we have to know is how to access it. Right. Right. Because we'll know it as truth when we, when we see and feel it. Right. We have the truth meters and, and, you know, and I think that one of the simplest ways for us to do that is to not take life so seriously and not to take ourselves so seriously because when we can when we lighten up we lighten up we actually raise our frequency when we are able to laugh at ourselves and go oh my goodness you sure have you know opinion about that don't you and 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 we can break that up all of a sudden you know all kinds of potentials happen uh the uh, access consciousness, uh, Gary Douglas and Gain here, D- Dane here, he would appreciate that. Um, uh, uh, talk a lot about this. And they, one of the things, one of the little tools they offer for this is um, uh, interesting point of view. I have that point of view. <laughs> and, and, you know, you say that over and over and you kind of break it up and break the, you know, take the energy off of it. Another thing that they, they say there is um, everything is, a, is the opposite of, a, of what it appears to be. Nothing is the opposite of what it appears to be. And you say that over and over again and you, and, and so it gets you out of that place and really puts you in a more open, a more open place. That's beautiful. And I also think, you know, being around different people, being around different people and opening up to different opinions is an important exercise for us, right? Instead of staying with people, we tend to gravitate to like-minded people, which is great. But I think inviting other people in that are really different from who we are. And getting to know them and and opening up to their opinions about things. I think that's such a great exercise in this balance between the mental and the 
and the intuitive, right? And being able to change our vision of things and, and move to the other side of the fire as you were ex explaining earlier. Yeah, and if, and if we don't do that, then my karma will run over your dogma. Yeah. <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs> it's a bumper sticker thing. <laughs> Well, and I just want to, you know, we're getting, we're getting near the end. And I just wanted to give people a, an exercise that they can do. And it's more of a quiet visual meditation, really, where you might close your eyes and you might first start out um, anchoring, you know, and grounding by taking your a root down from your lower body, from your tailbone, perhaps down into the earth. And then, and then begin, then come to, into the heart, the heart center, come into the heart center and, um, and from there, start moving outward and just scan, scan out, scan your body, ask what you're seeing and, and ask what you're seeing in different parts of your body, but also out beyond your body in your fields, because we all have the ability to see and seeing may not be that I see an image. It may be that I sense a color or I sense a texture of some kind. I mean, it can be anything you know, let go of the judgment and just see what differences, what, what, what might you sense? And then begin to, to just breathe into all those areas and create um, whatever feels good to you to create and bring it into those, all of that area, all of the body and the fields, and just let the heart center be the, the anchoring point for that. Mm -hmm. Yes. So another, another one that just popped into my awareness is um, be, pay attention to the area around your third eye in between your brows and then draw an infinity symbol around your eyes uh, and draw one direction for a while and then switch directions and that um, brings that that engages left brain and right brain uh, simultaneously and helps them to come into balance and then you know I then I would say do that and then do the exercise that Marge just described and see what happens because yeah. you you'll be looking you'll be looking at the world from a much more balanced perspective yeah, so I'm going to just reach over here. I can't remember what our topic is next week, and I want to talk, I want to tell you what it is. And I don't seem to have it in front of me. Well, do you know what it is, Marge? <laughs> what the heck are we talking about? Something very fascinating, I'm sure. Okay, well, you know what? We have like 15 seconds to find it and if we don't join us next week so that you can find out what the heck we're talking about next week about control and authority <laughs> oh control and authority okay. thanks for joining us thank you for choosing to listen to the mystic margarita show marge and margaret will return next monday at 1 p.m eastern standard time 12 p.m central 11 a.m mountain and 10 a.m pacific on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com we hope you'll join us until then, drink up the magic in you.